Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Brutal Politics. I'm your host, Kyle Beckman. Let's get into today's topic, which is about academia and reconciliation being brought to college and university campuses by people who are definitely on the left, and they are taking a page out of former Labor Secretary Robert Reich, who was the Labor Secretary under uh, Bill Clinton. They're taking a, a page out of his book, and what he is suggesting is that there be truth and reconciliation commissions to go after Trump administration officials, cabinet members, uh, supporters even, those who have stood by him and defended him and uh, promoted his his views. So that's what it's looking like that we're going to possibly be seeing even on college campuses. And I'm going to direct you to San Diego State University, where today, January 14th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time, they're going to be holding a discussion. They call it a free webinar for college leaders. Uh, It's titled, Insurrection at the Capitol, Justice and Reconciliation on Our Campuses and in Our Nation. And so you can either join their Zoom, you have to RSVP, uh, it's a HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash three I-A-F-T-0-4. Uh, also, for overflow access, no RSVP is required. You can go to HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com forward slash Cora Learning. That's C-O-R-A-L-E-A-R-N-I-N-G. I want to make sure I spelled that correctly. So, what's going on at this it's uh being led by lasana hotep frank harris iii and j luke wood so you've got these individuals who are going to be speaking on this subject and what is this and what what exactly is this subject saying here in the description it says the events of January 6, 2021 rattled the nation to its core as thousands stormed the Capitol in a planned attempt to unturn the results of a democratic election and to siege elected officials. In the wake of this insurrection, the nation's college and university leaders are contemplating how to respond. The extreme ideologies that led to the insurrection at the Capitol are reflective of radicalized ideological and theological perspectives that are evident in larger society and on college campuses. Within this context, this webinar will examine the viewpoints and perspectives that led to the insurrection at the Capitol. The speakers will also offer recommendations for college and university leaders on how to advocate for justice and reconciliation in on our campuses and in our nation. So what does that basically sound like to you? Because it sounds like to me that they're basically going to go start going after anybody who's a Trump supporter. They're going to say, you know, you've been radicalized. You are a radical. You're a domestic terrorist. 
you don't belong on this campus. I, I, I believe I, I, I reached out to one of the individuals and I, I told them, I said, you and the others better not advocate for a quote unquote truth and reconciliation commission, because that is going to be like a tribunal to attack docs and terrorize Trump supporters. You wouldn't want that to be done to you and your family. So please don't advocate for it. Uh, to which he responded, we will be discussing strategies that colleges and universities can employ. We won't be focused on strategies for lawmakers. That said, my guess is there will be some form of a tribunal at the national level. And so then I responded back and I said, so here is my concern. I worry your panel will embolden and encourage students on the left to censor, shame, and attack students who are conservatives and or Trump supporters, which will erode civil discourse and break down communication at the university. I encourage you to include a couple conservatives on your panel. Obviously, gen obviously gen gender and race are irrelevant as the ad hominem attacks will happen regardless, but it would help even out your discussion. In a time where the Cato Institute provided a study where 62% of college students are afraid to share their political views, that was in July 2020. Imagine how much more it is now after the events of January 6th. The amazing thing is that the left doesn't have that type of shame. The college campus is their oyster. They experience zero intoler intolerance, violence, or bigotry. I, okay, fine. Maybe some. I mean, there's still going to be some on there, but still, the amount of bigotry and and and, and intolerance and and attacks that the conservatives experience on on college campuses now is just absolutely, you know, horrid. So I'm going to continue on with my comment. So it is incumbent upon you as a leader to bring disparate ideas and groups together and develop a solution that helps students of all political stripes to feel welcome on campus. Don't do what Evergreen College did. It, just for his edification, I told him to Google Evergreen College and Brett Weinstein if you're unaware. And I thanked him and I said, I hope you listen to all students, not just those you share a political view with. I'm I'm very concerned about this webinar that's going to be happen today. Uh, if you don't get to a chance to get into Zoom, um, if you do get a chance though to get into Zoom, please do so. Go and vo voice your uh, you know your your opinions as you know in real time as the uh, discussion is going on, uh, because I'm pretty sure that there will be a whole lot in there that. And, and I might do a follow-up podcast episode after I've had a chance to watch it to see what's going down in 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 this uh, webinar uh, today. It, it, I I can only predict that it'll be a whole bunch of stuff that's just really bad. What they're talking about, though, when they're talking about radicalization, uh, and it's it's very concerning to me because. You 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 really, if you just look at what they're saying there, they're saying, they're uh, they're 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 saying that radicalized ideological and theological perspectives. I 
what's radical about wanting a safe and fair election? What, what's 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 radical about putting America first and, and and making America great again? There's nothing radical about that. Matter of fact, it's it's some of the greatest, most patriotic things that you can do is to care about your country. You know, I'm not talking about some extreme jingoist stuff. This is just it's just basic uh, patriotic sentiment that has we've had since the founding of our country is to preserve this country, to preserve its institutions, to preserve the integrity of the institutions. When we don't know whether or not that the election was fair and secure and people who felt that the election wasn't fair and secure, some went too far and did what they did at the, the Capitol However, though, I, again, I sympathize with their, their, their frustration and their anger. As I've said in previous episodes, this is what happens when, when people aren't listened to. I have even discussed with, uh, with the, the gentleman that I, I was d- talking to, I, I've even discussed with him, I've explained to him, look, you are on the left, you support the Black Lives Matter riots and, and stuff, you were okay with that. Now you're going and calling this an insurrection? Look, it's it's... One thing to go and try and say that one isn't, it's one thing to call all of it an insurrection or a riot, but the other one is where you're playing favorites. And it's not fair because the reality is, is that both sides felt like that they weren't being listened to. All right. So I, were they, were they both riots? Yeah, they were riots. Insurrection? No, it doesn't meet the, the criteria under the legal definition. I provided that in the last episode, the legal definition of a riot, uh, the legal definition for inciting a riot, a legal definition for insurrection, and also the legal definition for inciting an insurrection. Uh, none, you know, what occurred was a riot. What Did President Trump incite the riot? No. Was there an insurrection? No. Did President Trump incite an insurrection? No. So... The only thing that there was was a riot, and instead they turn they use a a, a a legal term of insurrection. And see, this is where it's where you have academia doing a disservice because what's going to happen is that this is going to further divide college campuses, and the students are going to be attacked. They're going to you know you will cre- you will create so much depression and mental uh, anguish you you already have minds who are already ho- like young minds who are already hoping to just fit in or or to be liked or to you know just i don't know express themselves so now you're you're creating even further divide you're creating more animosity on in academia uh, I told him to t- look at Evergreen College and and Brett Weinstein, and many of you already know about that. But I'll go about uh, what they did. There, there was a um, a play, I believe it was, where um, and or or a poem or a play. I think it was a play, and uh, but there was a, a a day on campus where uh, I believe it was black 
people would would leave campus so it was like to show what the campus would be like without that that diversity or something to to that level but what the uh student body then said was or the associated student body i believe it was said well in this this year you know we're we're not going to uh, you know it's not going to be black people who are going to take it upon themselves to to leave uh, voluntarily on a day. Uh, we're we're demanding that white people leave campus on on this day. And Professor Brett Weinstein uh, wrote and opposed this, saying, "Look, it's one thing when a group voluntarily decides that they want to show this type of uh, solidarity and and express themselves." Um, to to share what it would be like to have this lack of diversity on campus and brett weinstein is a liberal by the way uh so he said that he said you know if 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 black people you know on campus choose to leave campus to show this you know lack of diversity as I believe the the play was, uh, its its intent was to uh, talk about how important diversity is. That's one thing, but to force a group against their will to leave involuntarily from campus—that's wrong, and that's also inherently racist. He got so much push pushback. There, there were throngs of of students just attacking him uh, mostly people of color uh though some white allies and everything as well so the point being is that he got attacked brutally at this very extremely liberal co- uh, campus because these people they didn't understand the difference they don't care all they do is they just shout you down if you have a different opinion than them and what do you think is going to happen now? It's even going to go to a. It's already at a fever pitch in this country. Like college, I don't. I wouldn't want to be. I the last time I was, I graduated law school in, in 2013. I I I, and and law school even has its own bit of. Yeah, it, it, law is is a leftist you know operation. I'm sorry, but for the most part, that's why you have the American Bar Association trying to get rid of or the New York Bar Association trying to get rid of Rudy Giuliani and stuff like that. It's just ridiculous. It's all politics. It's all leftist politics for the most part, for, for most of the bar associations throughout the, the United States. But the point being is that I haven't been on a campus pretty much since I graduated from law school. Uh, I would not want to be on a college campus today. I I, I graduated uh, undergrad in 2007, I mean, things were weird back then, but they weren't. I mean, it was opposing the Iraq War and stuff like that, and and I I did oppose the Iraq War. I still oppose the Iraq War. I I uh, you know I yeah I was I was I was down with that, but I was there was there was some tension back then, but nothing to the level that it is now. I mean, things have gotten so radicalized on, on campus. And that that's the irony of this is that you see, it's the left that's on the radicalization has, has been radicalized. The left has, I, yeah. Are, are there, you know, young students or, or, or college kids that, you know, they put on the mega hats, they go LARPing and all that crap and they do stupid crap. Yeah. But the people who are the most violent, the most vicious, they're on the left. 
And so, what, you're going to create this panel, you're going to have this webinar, and it's like, hmm, you know, these three guys are going to sit back and be like, so what do we do with you? Because that's basically what, what, what it's going to be. It's going to be like, how do we, because it's not going to be about how do we sit down with these individuals, talk about their concerns, their grievances, and, you know, find a way to come together and address these problems and have a civil discourse. It's not going to be anything like that. It's going to be, you are a problem. You know, you, it, it might not even be to that nice. It might go to the point of where you had, um, where you had Maxine Waters going and saying, you know, if you see anybody in this administration, you put, you know, you push up on, you push back on them, you you get a crowd, you push back on them, and you tell them that they're not welcome here, and they're not welcome anywhere, and basically uh, create, you know, advocating for violence against Trump supporters and Trump administration uh, administration officials. That's what I I I have predicting is going to go down in in, the, in this webinar something to that degree it won't be it it will not be as clear but it will be implied it will not be you know we are going to uh, shun these people uh, any 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 person who you know is identified as a trump supporter uh, you know at san diego state university you will be Hardened, feathered. You will be, you know, excommunicated out of the campus. You know, you you will be, uh, uh, you you will be expelled from from the college. It, it won't be something so clear as that. But what they're going to probably do is make any Trump supporter, any conservative, any Republican's life as uncomfortable as possible. That includes probably when, you know, these kids are giving presentations in in class up to the point of having students in those classes, you know, booing them and jeering them and stuff like that, causing disruptions, you know, making their life unbearable. What is this going to lead to? It's going to lead to increased depression and mental health issues, suicide maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if you start to go and hear about suicides over at San Diego State University uh, of of kids that are, are conservatives. I mean, and and I'll tell you, it'd, it'll be worse even for the uh, the kids who are non-white, because those kids, you can't go and sh- if if you're black, you go and say that you're conservative or you're a Trump supporter. Man, they're gonna go after you so hard. I imagine. I I just imagine that. So, yeah, I think that this is a. I I, I predict that this is going to be a really bad move. I mean, I've I've told. I've told my 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 friend this. I, I I like the guy. I we disagree on politics. I think this is a very bad idea. I think it's a horrible idea. I don't I, I don't support this at all. I think because I know the direction that this will go. I know the con- the conversation and how it will go and I by the tenor of the announcement, by by the tone, you can already tell like where this is going what i read you i'm like <laughs> you're already using buzzwords insurrection radicalization you know radicalization of uh, you know, ideological and theological i mean theological what about the people on the left that are radicalized uh, you know theologically you got reverend al sharpton you got louis farrakhan you got jeremiah wright you, you got like all of these cats that you know 
<laughs> you've got all of these guys and more. You know, they, they, they talk all sorts of stuff about, you know, they, they've got, they're, they're anti-Semitic. They, they, you know, I believe is um, Jeremiah or not Jeremiah, right. But uh, it was uh Louis Farrakhan, I believe, you know, called like a, uh, uh, Jewish people cockroaches or something like that. Um, uh, you know, uh, Al Sharpton's threatened to, uh, you know, beat up Jewish people, um, all sorts of stuff. You know, you've got, you got these types of things and it's, or, or threatened violence or whatever. You got all these things and, you know, and they also encourage the violence that goes on in the streets. You have these, these guys who are supposedly men of God pushing for violence in our streets. So don't, don't, don't come at me with this stuff, man. I mean, this, that's the problem is that you, you you know, you only look at one side, you ignore your side. That's, that's tribalism. That's, that's just radicalization. So that's not what, and and that's not what we need right now. What we need is we need people to understand, uh, we need people to understand that you can't keep demonizing a group that you find to be flawed or problematic. Yeah, we're never going to get anywhere then. I I'm just trying to call out the BS I'm seeing from 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 that webinar announcement. I I can I don't know. I, it's going to be tough for me to watch that stuff. It, it's going to it's going to be like nails on a chalkboard for me. Uh, I'm going to try to listen to it as objectively and uh, kind of keep my emotions and and uh, my bias out of it. I'm going to try and listen to it. So that I can go and give a good objective analysis for the next episode, because that's that's what I want to do. But I, I I'm just merely saying that these types of academic uh, reconciliation uh, you know commissions or, or 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 groups are are going to be very widespread. It's going to be very prevalent and. This is just one of many. I wouldn't be surprised if it's an entire California State University um, across-the-board um, effort by all of these different groups. And that's the problem is that, you see, you're not getting any real – you're not getting any real uh, uh, pro- uh, progress done. All you're doing is you're just sowing the seeds of division and destruction, and that's just – that's 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 not beneficial that that's not constructive it's it's just not so you know a lot of people have been asking kind of like well what what can conservatives at college campuses do i what i would do is i would just be polite and respectful but at the same time I would organize. I would try to create groups. I would try to get uh, people mobilized to vote. I would get people uh, registered. I would hold, um, you know, conservative speakers uh, or conservative uh, 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 events, and I would just do that. Do your best, and but protect yourselves. Uh, protect yourselves from violence. Don't let people be violent to you. It, do a buddy system too, like at least like, you know, maybe walk at least two uh, together. Don't walk alone uh, on campus. Um, 
create like maybe like some sort of like a escort type of thing as far as I mean that in and just merely as in protecting one another walk a friend to uh, to to uh to their class uh, also you know build groups where you guys can go and take where multiple uh individuals go and take the same classes uh so you guys can uh study together and also work to uh, you know protect one another and uh you're you're not as vulnerable the the other thing i would say too is uh if you do see a, a classmate who is being attacked stand up for them protect them you know uh you do have a right to uh, the defense of others you know that 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 is a, a right it's it, it's a it's a legal right you can protect others and you know you need to not be afraid all right because right now they're the bullies they're the bullies they're the ones who are trying to shout you down shut you down so don't 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 allow that don't don't fall into that that pit of despair say well you know there's too many of them or something you know what bullies are 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 like one thing uh i i was in a fight with a bully i've been in fights with a a few bullies but um you know a big old guy i mean he's just like a gargantuan and you know i fought him i don't know i think i fought him maybe twice throughout but you know the last time i fought him was the last time you know, I punched him, and and I I I got a few good hits in there uh, against him, and um, he realized I wasn't weak, and I wasn't going to stand up, or I wasn't going to take it anymore. So, I, I, you know, he he went on to other targets. You know, he left me alone. And in this day and age, because what they're going to do is they're going to try and film everything, and then try and dox you, or try and ruin you. So you know, you guys got to be there, you know, with your friends, and you got to protect them. I mean, it might come to that there is physical violence on on, on campus. It might come to that, and this, you have to be able to protect yourselves. So do it smart. Do it legally. Don't, don't you know? Don't, don't. Don't be the one to incite or, uh, or, or to start things. Uh, you know, if you have to defend yourself, you got to defend yourself. But, you know, and also don't be a pacifist, though, either. I mean, there's no, there's, there's no honor in that. Not anymore, anyways. So what you need to do is you just need to, you know, help your friend, you know, find, you know, build friends, build relationships, build, build, build networks of, of conservatives on campus, build, build those, build those, uh, you know, create groups, build groups. Um, even if they're not sanctioned by, 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 by campus, who cares? Go off campus, go, go somewhere, you know, find, find somebody's apartment or something like that. Whatever you need to do. Um, you know, it's, it's, Better to have that type of network because you can't trust on on social media because they might try and start shutting you down um, or limiting your ability. So either use alt tech, um, you know, some of the ones I've got right now, I really haven't started using yet, but I will be using soon. Uh, Telegram is good. Signal. Um, Dave Rubin's got locals, I guess. I haven't tried that one yet. Um... But yeah, because Parlor's dead, so don't know about if that will ever come back. That was kind of a bummer because I was starting to get moving on Parlor. Um, so yeah, it's 
it's incumbent upon you to go and uh, stand up and to not let these types of uh, commissions, because here's the thing that's da dangerous, is that these are academic professionals. These these are people who are that you are giving thousands of dollars to to be on their campus, not to be bullied. I mean, that's like going and paying a prostitute to come over to your house and kick you in the nuts a bunch of times. I why do that? You know, I, I guess people are into that. Anyways, but uh, why 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 let yourself be abused? Yeah. So either so you've got you can either if you're going to like these state-run universities and colleges. Um, Form conservative groups, get people registered to vote uh, for Republicans. I understand that people are saying right now, "Well, what's the point of registering as a Republican if you know they're you know all of our all of our uh, votes are just meaningless or or we just keep on getting you know screwed out of stuff?" Look, you have the reality is we basically have two parties and they they control they have the power unless that like you know the Republicans totally go downhill. And then there's just the Democrats. Then, you know, you have the ability to go and build, you know, coalition, you know, parties and stuff like that. Different groups that will have to join together to kind of form a coalition to kind of uh, make, you know, make the majority. But right now what you have is you have a Democrats and Republicans. All right. I'm sorry. Until the, there's no longer a nut job running for the Libertarian Party you know, you really don't have a viable third party and don't even talk about like the, the green party. Cause they're just a joke. Um, so what, what you need right now is you need to focus on rebuilding and restructuring the Republican party. Uh, you, you make it an America first party, a constitutionalist party that follows the constitution, you know, that's going to promise to go and repeal things like the NFA, um, you know, restrict or, uh, remove, um, uh, ATF, things like that, um, that's going to support things that are going to, uh, you know, get evangelicals to vote for them still. Um, you know, you're, you're going to, but things that are going to be about making sure that trade is fair trade, not free trade, and to make sure that, you know, we're protecting American jobs, you know, rebuilding manufacturing, um, you know, becoming actually like a, you know, a real working class party, you know, for the American worker, you know, to care about jobs, care about, you know, American values, uh, care about our constitution, um, all of those things that, 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 those, those right there. And, and you don't really need to go and do the, Hey, you know, if you're, you're, you're black, trust me, you, you can be a conservative, you know, look, you will be able to just present the your, your values or uh, to different groups of people and you just show them like this is what we believe in you know we're not racists we're not bigots you know th you know we're not sexists you know here here here's what we believe in these you know what does this sound like to you it's like try it on for size like kind of showing them like a um you know a shirt or something like that you'd be like hey what do you think about this shirt uh, here here's what it, you know just just describe and have conversations with people people who are opposed to you and go and say, look, I know how you may feel about me based on what you've heard, but here's who I am, or here's what I believe. What do you think about that? Trying to have those types of conversations with people, you're going to go and get, uh, uh, you know, most people, most people are not, you know, the people who, you know, 
identify with 67 different genders or, you know, prefer their pronouns, you know, to, to be, you know, labeled on, on, on their uh, LinkedIn accounts and stuff. Most people are not that way. Um, most people find that stuff to be utterly ridiculous. Most people don't use Latinx, all right? Uh, mo- most Hispanics hate that crap, all right? You, you will have a, a, a small grouping of, of advocates or, or um, activists that will push that crap. The vast majority of people just don't, don't buy it, don't, 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 uh, don't buy into it. So that's where you gotta just be like, okay, look, you're gonna have those, and, and by the way, those activists, those are the loudest voices, okay? So those are the people you should ignore. Ignore the loud-voiced activists. Don't go, you know, don't give them your time. They're also, though, probably some of the most violent, though. So you got to be careful of them, all right? Those are the rabble-rousers. Those are the people who, but I'll tell you, though, hey, they push you. You, you know, hey, um, just remember, you have two hands and you got two legs, you know? So just, most of you do. Anyways, um, you know, learn to use them. I, that's another thing. Take a self-defense class or two, you know? Um, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. It also builds confidence. So, you know, that's, that's another thing. So you can feel like, okay, I'm not completely vulnerable when I'm on, on campus or something. So that, but you know, again, that helps, uh, having uh, a buddy with you because if you're alone and then there's a group of these other people and they're all, it's all their words against yours about like who started it or, or whatever. So that's, that's the reason also to have a buddy. It's important, you know, if you have one or two friends with you, it's, it's important. And, and, you know, talk to them too and tell them, don't be chickens. Don't, don't be, you know, wusses when, you know, when you see a group of these people and, and they try and push up on you, don't, don't let them bully you around and, you know, make sure your buddies don't take off running when, you know, um, things get hot. So it's important. I, this is, this is stuff. It's just the world we live in right now. Um, it's sad. I don't, I hope it can change and it will change over time. It's going to take patience. Um, you know, we, you know, when, when you get punched in the gut, like we did in these elections, and we're starting to see a lot of, you know, changes uh, take place very quickly. They're weaponizing that, um, you know, the, the U.S. Capitol incident. Um, that's, you know, they're they're going they're going to use that against all of us. You know, no matter what your political stripe is, it's going to be used against you know everybody um, until that they get you know the 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 mindless lemmings that they're looking for. Um, that's, that's, they want to just kind of lobotomize everybody into submission and to adhere to their, you know, globalist views. That's what I see it as. I, you know, the, the left uses race because it's an easy target. It's easy. Cause once you go and start calling somebody a racist or something like that, you change the, the narrative of the conversation. You know, the, the conversation is, you know, the debate is no longer about the, 
you know, the topic at hand, whatever it might be, you know, you're no longer debating policy. Now you're defending your character. You're defending your, your, you know, you're, you're, you're defending yourself. And you know, that's all they need. Cause then basically you've just, they've just shut down, um, the conversation and they don't give a crap. They really, really don't give a crap. But, you know, if, if, you know, to them, they're just like, good. I don't have to deal with that individual anymore. So anyways, so those, those are some of the things that we can do, um, in regards to, uh, um, in in regards to uh while this stuff's going on on campus what you can do is you can uh uh you know develop to create groups you know conservative groups get people registered to vote encourage them to vote share with them why it's important to vote because you really don't have any other party right now um and then also get candidates and and create like you know you know young college republican um uh, campus, um, uh, groups, uh, get pe you know, get people who are a part of the, your, your Republican party, um, uh, your, your, maybe your County Republican party, uh, the state uh, Republican party, get them to come out and speak and talk to you, talk to them and express to them, like why it's important that they, you know, focus on an America first, uh, agenda, uh, you know, the, the make America great again, an agenda is a great agenda. It really, really is. It's not racist. It, it, I mean, if anything, it was the most anti-racist agenda we've ever seen, which was it brought jobs for everybody. It was uplifting everybody, all socioeconomic backgrounds, all races were, were improving in, in their, uh, quality of life It is the most anti-racist agenda and it's it's great. It's actually very welcoming into the Republican Party. It's a great way to look at things. The way of corporatists and and you know giving corporate welfare and stuff like that, uh, the the never ending wars, the constant increased you know military budget, the uh, the massive expansion of, of that and ta- and and uh, just regime change. Those are the things of the neocons that need to go by the wayside because that stuff is still on the Democrat Party. The, you know, the Democrat Party has, has two factions in it. The Democrat Party has the corporate, corporatist, uh, uh, you know, big tech oligarch uh, taking, you know, money taking crowd. And then you've got the, the screechy activist progressives and, 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 and nut jobs over there. Those, all of which is bad. All right? It's just... They're they're bad approaches for our country. It's it's they want to erode your Second Amendment. They they want to wipe their their rears with with the Constitution, and say to heck with your First Amendment. Um, you know they've they've weaponized they've they've mobilized and and weaponized big tech uh, to to uh, strangle you to to gag your your uh, your First Amendment. Um, as I think I was saying in the last episode was it's like because the government has given the uh, the limitation of liability under Section 230 to these big tech social media giants, they effectively are it's they are removing your free speech, your First Amendment rights, because they're using that as the vessel in which they st- somewhat distance themselves from the uh, removal of your free speech. However, though, ultimately, it, it is 
their actions, the government's actions by having this legislation in place that is removing your your free speech. So those are those are points that, you know, the Democrats need to uh, be held accountable for. And that's the reason why you don't want to. uh, That's that's what you're fighting against. All right. You're fighting against those groups, and and you, you just don't want that to to continue. So you know the the best way that you can do this is to inform your your county and state Republican officials, uh, tell them why it's important that the Republican Party take up the the Make America Great Again and America First message, and to leave behind the old corporatist ways that really just don't work and aren't and aren't America focused. Uh, they, they might be focused for the shareholders, you know, for, for, and also to the CEOs and stuff like that, but it doesn't help the average American. And the, the, and, and also that you need to explain to them that the Republican party can't just be a party of roadblocking bad ideas by the Democrats. What the Republican party has to do is come up with ideas of their own to combat those bad ideas by the Democrats, so that's the that's what we've got to do. Um, I will, you know, and I I know I've been kind of hemming and hawing about like where do we go from here? Well, where do we go from here? So for for the academic stuff, I've I've, I've laid out you know build groups, you know get uh, you know Republican speakers uh, to come talk to Republican um, officials, uh, tell them why you want to see the uh, America first and the make America great again agenda, uh, not the corporatist agenda, um, form buddy systems and networks of conservatives on campuses, take take the same classes so that uh, you can protect one another in class and also outside of class when you're walking and you can study together, um, build real world relationships with these people don't just be online with them i mean actually talk to them visit visit their homes you know uh have coffee together whatever you need to do just you know have you know make real connections with people that'll you know those bonds will be stronger um then the uh you know just register people to vote for the republican party and, and and try and um you know be like um as they call it, uh, proselytize. You know, you, you go out there and you kind of uh, sell the the Republican Party that you want to see um, be uh, taking back the the country. Uh, you know, getting back in power. Uh, that's that's what you should do. You should sell that to people. Sell that to non-Republicans. Uh, sell that to people who are politically agnostic. You know, uh, you know who are apathetic to politics. Tell them, hey, look. You know, if you you may not be interested in politics, but eventually politics is going to take an interest in you, and you can show them like certain ways in which politics has already taken an interest in their lives that they may not even know about. You know, but that you know, you got to get them, you, you got to get them uh, off the you know off the sidelines and into the game. Uh, that's ultimately what what we've got to do. And so, yeah, I mean, these are just some of the things you can do at the academic level. Uh, for the state levels, what we what we need to do is the Republican Party needs to do what the Democratic Party did in in like filing lawsuits against all of these different states and their election laws. You need to overturn these election laws. You need to require voter ID in some of these states where it's, you know, and it's not voter suppression. It's voter integrity. 
So it's vote integrity. It's election integrity. It's you know, and and that's the thing is that they try the the left is going to try and frame the the narrative that what you're trying to do <clears throat> is you know voter suppression. No, it's not. It's voter. It's voter integrity. It's to secure the ballots to ensure that the person voting is the person voting, uh, who's legally supposed to be voting. So voter voter IDs, um, signature verification, um, you know. Uh, audit, uh, you know, audit, you know, a uh, uh, required audit uh, um, of, um, you know, the the uh, voting machines or or the uh, voting software. Um, all of these things are options, you know, to push in in different states. And some of the states that we should look at, you look at Nevada, you look at Arizona, Georgia, you got Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Those are just some to name a few. <clears throat> excuse me, of who, who you should look at, you know, which, which of these states you should look at. So I would definitely say that the, those are things we can do, you know, in the, in the near future on the conservative side, you know, on, on, on the Republican side. I mean, that's what I would do. The, the, these are, those are similar types of lawsuits that were done by the Democrats. You know, you had uh, Stacey Abrams in Georgia doing uh, lawsuits like that. I mean, you know, that, that woman, she turned, she, she had lemons and she turned it into lemonade, man. That's for sure. She lost a, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, well, uh, Kemp. Uh, uh, over over in uh, Georgia for the governor uh, race, and uh, yeah, she she went and she got in uh, like eight hundred thousand new voters for the Democrat Party. So I mean, supposedly, <laughs> allegedly. So yeah, I mean, I I'd say you know this is a time where we are handed lemons, but you know what? It's up to us to determine what we do with these lemons. You know, do do, what, do we just throw them at the wall? Do we just step on them, or do we make it into lemonade or lemon meringue pie or whatever? You know, whatever you, your fancy is. You know, it's like that's we have an opportunity. I, 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 I look at the silver lining. We have an opportunity to rebuild, and that is what we. You know, that's that's where we should go with this. We have an opportunity to present some new ideas and to reframe the Republican agenda into something that is much more palatable to the nation so that it looks like a, uh, uh, you know, an agenda that, you know, works for the American worker and, and a, a wide range of the American population. So we, we have an opportunity here. It's actually a good opportunity. It's taken me, I'll I'll admit it's taken me a, a week to you know or more than a week a little bit over a week to to get to this point. Um, but I'm feeling good now, and you should feel good. There there's a chance, you know. But if we squander it, if we squander it, then you know that's on us. You know, so that that's where I stand on 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 where we go from here on this. But uh, I'll I'll listen to this webinar uh, today. And uh, I'll I'll have an analysis tomorrow, and you know, talk talk about you know what this really what this really was what was really said in in the webinar. But I I, I don't have high hopes for <laughs> what the what the conversation is going to um, entail. So 
anyways, uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, remember to subscribe, uh, share this, uh, either text it to your friends, uh, family members, or, uh, through, um, you know, obviously, you know, your phone or, or through a messaging, uh, platform. So please feel free to share this uh, so that I can reach out to more people and hopefully uh, get a wider audience and uh, we can uh, build our community and um, have further conversations like this. Uh, So uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, God bless and God bless America. Bye.